If there's one thing I probably don't need to say, it's that the last year has been a roller coaster of emotions and inefficiencies and challenges in your ministry. And every time you made a plan, you had to change it almost right away. <sighs> but hopefully with restrictions lifting at a pace that appears to be consistent, we might finally be working ourselves towards a more predictable ministry calendar. And as you start to plan that calendar out, what you might find is that when you look at your ministries and your staff positions and your goals, all of a sudden they aren't aligned as to where you know you need to go next. So on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how to start a conversation about how to fit your ministries and your staffing into your short and long-term goals. And we're going to start that conversation right now. Well, hey there and welcome or welcome back. My name is Mike. I'm one of the founders of Church Helper and our goal here at Church Helper is to help churches make every decision on purpose. Now, before we get started, if you like what you hear today and you think you can help somebody else, please feel free to share this episode from somebody that you know. And make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. Let's get right into it today. Let's talk a little bit about restructuring your teams and your ministries. Now, before we get into how to talk about restructuring your team or your ministries, there are three things that I just want to call to attention that I'm sure you know already, but it's it's always worth repeating this stuff again. So here are three things that we should make sure we know and remember before having this conversation. Number one, don't discuss restructuring your staff or your ministries without discussing your mission or your goals. Sometimes it's tempting to skip this step because it feels like you either don't have the time or you just assume that everybody's on the same page. But as I always say, please never skip the mission and the goals step. Skipping this step just puts you behind where you wanna be. For example, suppose your church decides it needs to hire a digital pastor before talking about it with the staff and the elders and in the context of your overall goals. Is it a trendy hire? Sure. Is it the right hire? Well, nobody's gonna know because you didn't line it up and talk about your goals first. So before you have a conversation about staffing, have or revisit a conversation about your goals. Two, it'll help if you don't discuss restructuring ministries before examining current ministries. One of the things that we do here at Church Helper is we help churches with something that we call a ministry assessment. What we'll do is we'll look at a church's current ministries, we'll talk to their leaders, we'll review goals, and then we'll report on how we see things going. And in many cases, what we've learned is that a lot of ministries don't run the way they intended to, or they aren't accomplishing the goal they set out to accomplish in the first place. And often this leads to ineffective ministries and burned out volunteers and staff, and a hesitancy to try something new. So make sure that you take the time to have a conversation about every ministry that's already happening in your church. This process can be as deep or surface level as you'd like, but at the end of the day, if you decide to do or not do something without looking at the big picture, you won't know whether you're making the right call. So make sure this conversation goes first. Number three, make sure people have a safe place to be honest and contribute. So this is a bit of a piggyback off of number two. When people start to talk about their ministry area, uh, make sure you take their input and experiences and you validate them instead of maybe making your own conclusions from your perspective. 
If you're a senior leader or an elder and you're curious about whether you need to move around some leadership teams or some ministries, just make sure that everybody in that conversation starts from a place where their voice and opinions matter and where honesty is celebrated. So now that the foundation is laid, here are five conversation starters that you can bring to your team. Conversation number one, are we currently equipped for where we want to go? Paul Alexander of the Unstuck Group says, you're perfectly structured to get the results that you're getting. And what he means is that doing what you're doing has gotten you where you are. But the statement also means that if you wanna go somewhere new, you might need to make a change. So ask your team these questions. Are we set up to succeed based on what we are trying to accomplish? And are we equipped for where we want to go? Number two, do our team members have the skills and strengths needed to change roles? Now this question requires a ton of trust because as soon as people start to talk about restructuring, staff will get nervous about what their place might be. So instead of getting everybody worried, be open and honest about the intentions of your conversation. This conversation isn't about getting rid of anybody. It's about seeing how their gifts provide a path towards your goals. So ask your staff members these two questions. One, are you willing to change roles? And two, how could repurposing the strengths of our team get us where we want to go? If you're not sure about the strengths of your elders or your staff team and how they fit into this, reach out to us to talk about it. Using a tool like the Clifton Strength Finder might be a great way to find that sort of thing out. And we love doing that exercise with the churches. It's always so fruitful. Number three, what areas do we need to grow? What areas are we okay with being maintained? Growth and maintenance aren't the same thing. A growing ministry requires future planning and strategies and long-term goals, but maintaining a ministry usually only requires keeping things the way they are right now. And not every part of your church needs to grow all the time, but it's likely that not every area should be staying the same either. It's knowing when to make the switch that's gonna help you plan for your future. For example, maybe for the next 12 months, you just wanna keep your kids' ministry floating. But a year from now, you wanna make a push for growth. Talking about that now helps set expectations for the short term and the long term. And as a bonus, clear expectations help everybody's blood pressure go down a few beats. Number four, do we need to end something to start something new? Two things are finite in most churches, time and money. You only have so many hours in a day and you only have so much money to invest. If your church is anything like most churches, it's likely that pre-pandemic, you were probably close to capacity on both. Now that level or capacity probably means that if you wanna add something new and you want it to go well, you're gonna to have to take something away too. Decisions like this are why starting with your mission and your goals is critical because explaining why something needs to end is easier when it's done through the lens of your mission. Talk to your team and see what, if anything, you can let go of for a season to try something new. Number five, do we need a new staff member or someone on contract with a specific skill? Many churches have used contract hires for all sorts of things, and it might be time to lean into that idea a little bit more during this season of change. Like we talked about before, growth and maintenance just aren't the same thing. So if you need an updated live stream setup, hiring somebody for six months to get all that going while everybody gets trained and you get past that growth period 
will allow you the time to get where you need to get for that maintenance period. A contract hire does come with drawbacks, like somebody who's likely more focused on their task than the overall mission, but it shouldn't put you off track if you make sure that decision is on purpose. Now, these are just a few conversation starters that you might have. Personally, these types of conversations are like my favorite thing to do because when you dig down and start asking big questions, you usually end up with great answers and outcomes. And if you're a staff member or an elder that would rather be a part of the conversation than the one that has to lead it, we might be a great fit for you. So reach out to us and let us know if we can help you and your church through this time together. That's it. Hopefully we've helped you and your church a little bit today during what could be a tough conversation. Make sure you reach out to us if you have any more questions. Please take a minute now, if you would, to like and subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel so you don't miss any new episodes that are coming up. Uh, if you'd like weekly thoughts on how to help your church make every decision on purpose, you can get them by joining our email list. And if you ever want to connect with us, just send us an email or go to the website churchhelper.ca and connect with us through there. If you like this week's episode and you think somebody should hear it, but they aren't really a person that takes in content this way, you can print off a full transcript of today's episode on our blog, also found on our website. Make sure you check in on our last series. Let us know how you're doing, and we can't wait to talk to you again really soon.